Strap in, not on, turn up the volume. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. <laughs> I don't know what I say sometimes. Anyway, the free range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. Getting the week started off right here in central Mississippi. Man, it's short weather outside. It's a little chilly, but I mean, I'm still wearing shorts today. I actually put on socks and shoes, so no flip-flops, but I feel like we're getting close. You know what brought this warmer weather on? I'm going to tell you what brought this warmer weather on. Y'all can thank me, send me your Christmas cards, bikini pics, whatever. Um, I bought a quart of firewood <laughs> and have not had to so much as light a match since it got dropped off at my house. So there's that. It's like washing your car before and bringing on a rainstorm. I have I have ushered us into a new season. It is officially spring. We'll not be needing the firewood. Same thing happened last year, by the way. Bought a cord of firewood. And it, maybe not a whole cord, but I mean, I bought some firewood. My boy Eric Jenkins. Shout out to Eric and uh, and, and his his wife, Rebecca. Uh, they, uh, they actually brought me some. They brought me some firewood and some... Um, Chicken and dumplings not too long ago. And I wasn't going to eat the chicken and dumplings right then and there because I think I was cooking something else. And I was like, well, I'm just going to try a bite. And I ate the whole dang bowl of chicken and dumplings. I'm like, well, there's that. Anyway, same thing happened last year. Bought a quart of firewood and did not use it until that storm, that, that, that big cold debacle we had come through a few months ago. Well, last month. Where it stayed so cold for for a few days in a row there. Roads iced up and all that good stuff. You know, where uh, people still tried to battle gravity and drive up an icy hill. I, I, I don't understand it. Guys, the weathermen do get it wrong here a lot. I they, they do. They get it wrong a lot, especially on big storms. But one thing I trust them on is when they tell me that roads could get icy, I don't wait to find out. I mean, take off work. Trust me, no matter where you're working at today, you're just a number. If you don't come back to work tomorrow, regardless if you die or quit, they're going to replace you. So no, don't let any job be more important than your your well-being. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm 46 years old. I've, I've worked for places that said, oh, you are we are family here. This place is a family and they'll usher you right out the door. Trust me, you're all replaceable. Whether you are or aren't in your minds, you are. At least to your employers. Anyway, I get off the road. I get home. I get so I get honkered down any, any threat of ice. But neither here nor there. It is a uh, nice day outside today. I don't know. Maybe getting ready to rain and storm again. I don't know. But it feels good. Yesterday was beautiful. We've, uh, we had a really nice week of weather last week, and I promise the show's not about weather today. I'm not trying to make small talk. Last week was, I said, we got about 12, I put on Facebook, man, it's, it was like the first really nice day last week. I said, man, we get about 12 of these days a year in Mississippi, where it's like the best weather in the world, and the, the pollen hasn't hit yet, but it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. Because the second it starts feeling actually comfortable outside, 
It's like, man, I want to go sit on the deck at uh, Back Porch 471 or one of these other crawfish places, my own backyard, whatever, and just enjoy this weather. This is great. The pollen it comes about two weeks later. So you only get about 12 to 14 days to really enjoy this nice weather, and then it transitions into the fourth level of hell hot for the next six months. So enjoy this, because I'm sure the pollen's about a week, week and a half away. Uh, we went down to the coast over the weekend, last-minute plans. I, you know what I love about not having a car note? And, uh, and a couple of years ago, I made a conscious decision that I was going to go as long as I could without having a car note again. One of the things I love about that is, you know, it does free up a little extra money. I mean, sometimes, you know, you got maintenance on these older vehicles and stuff, and that's always a, an issue, but... Not having a car note allows me the flexibility to, on a sat Friday night at 10 o'clock, to get a text message from somebody offering me free tickets to go down to the coast the next day. It gives me the ability to say, I can afford a hotel if I want to get up and go. It allows you to be spontaneous. And that's exactly what we did. We were sitting there watching Netflix Friday night over at the girlfriend's house, a little Netflixing and chilling without the chilling. And we were, we were watching that, um, Griselda, by the way, it's really good. It's a, it's a lot of subtitles, so you got to pay attention. But it's it's really good. So we were watching that. And my buddy, uh, his name's Yoshi. He's the biggest Asian dude you'll ever meet. I put a picture of me and him on my Facebook the other day. But he's been a head of security for a bunch of big bands for a long time. I met him back in Jackson around 05, 06. I brought Seven Dust to town, and he was their head of security. And we just stayed in touch. Anytime he was in the southeast, uh, he would holler at me, or vice versa. And, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't even want to hit him up. Uh, I felt like I was bugging him for some disturbed tickets for Saturday on the coast. But he hit me up, and bam, we we get up Saturday morning. Uh, we leave around lunchtime, and just had made a nice day out of it. We hooked up with some other friends of ours, Ryan and Lori down there. Uh, shout out to BJ Malley. Ran into him. Had a mild panic attack. Don't know what happened. We walked into the Coliseum. I lost my legs. I I, I couldn't walk. I don't know if it was a anxiety or or what. But I, and we're sitting on this row and there's nobody, like we had pretty good seats because they were comps and we're, we're kind of on this row off to the side of the stage. If you see my pictures on Facebook, you see what I'm talking about. There's only one person on the end of it on each end and we're in the middle. There's nobody around us. It was really nice basically having a row to ourselves, but I, I was walking down with my beer and I had my phone with the light on so I could see. Because we got there a little, little later because it took forever to get in and get parked there at the Coliseum. That's one thing they do better at ours is moving traffic. So we get in there, and we're, we're walking down the steps, dude, and I, I, I lose my knees. And it wasn't like a physical thing. It was like a mental thing. And we're sitting there, and I'm starting to panic a little bit. I'm like, I don't want to drink any more of this beer because I don't know that I can walk if I need to get up and use the bathroom. So I sit there and I'm starting to really work myself into a panic. And I've only had like one or two panic attacks in my entire life. It's not something that happens all the time, but you, man, you know it when it happens. And I, I, I finished the beer and I get up. And instead of having to worry about falling on the people at the other end of the aisle, if I lost my balance, the row in front of us, nobody was sitting on. So I crawled down the chairs. People were probably wondering what my big butt was doing. And I was able to kind of 
hold my, kind of use the chairs to walk myself so I could get to the handle. And once I got it like on a big regular flat surface, I was fine. But it was something about narrow and steps. Like my, my body, my, my, my equilibrium went out. I think it's the best way to say it. And I get outside and they let you go out the big patios, like on the decks there. Well, not the deck, but on the ramps, they have a, a smoking section basically. I don't smoke, but I was like, I need some fresh air. I get out there and I'm just in a full-blown panic attack and I'm, some people recognize me and we're talking and stuff and I'm trying to talk my way through this. And I'm like, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to try another beer. Maybe that'll calm my nerves some. And so I get up and I, I walk to the uh, little counter there outside and it happened again and I froze up and I couldn't, I couldn't get back to my chair. Anyway, long story short, I made it back and I was in there and a guy I know, BJ, if he's listening this morning, uh, thank you, you were a bigger help than you realize. Uh, started talking about old bebop record shops and standing, you know, camping out for tickets and stuff like that. And anyway, by the end of that conversation, I snapped back in and I was fine. And it was, just, but it was the weirdest 30 little, about a 30 minute window where I just, I don't know if it's a panic attack or just completely lost my equilibrium or what, but man, that was scary. Don't know uh, any other way to explain it. Cause I'm over here thinking, I'm, am I going to have to go to the hospital? Am I going to have to be wheeled out of here by some dang paramedics because I can't walk? You know, you start, then you start really panicking. And you're just like, what in the hell has happened to me? And uh, I, I have no idea. There was no, I don't know what triggered it. I don't know. But uh, it, it was weird. But went on to have a great night. Awesome concert. I've never seen so much pyro in my life. Literally, the whole show was all about all the fire and pyro. It's phenomenal. So, uh, cool experience. Uh, the Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944 is the Guns of Gear text line. Uh, we'll read a couple of those real quick. Um, let's say, uh, Chris says, sounds like the edibles kicked in. I wish, you know, that uh, I, I wish it had been as easily identifiable as, as the edibles kicking in for sure. Um, unknown texture says, I do not like big crowds. I do, <laughs> especially out of town where I, where I don't really know people. It's a little more easy. You know, it was like, you know, I had to stop every five minutes and talk to people. But uh, <laughs> we were walking back to the car because we ended up hang, hanging out late uh, backstage and we we're walking back to the car and we, <laughs> We were literally parked in the furthest spot away that you could park in this in this on the coast parking lot. But there's an exit gate that we learned at Guns N' Roses that's right there. So if you get out early, you can hit that exit gate and you can be we may be the last car in, but we could have been the first car out. Not anticipating staying for an hour and a half after the show was over. And uh we're we're walking to the car. And we talk about just how, how big of an impact social media has. There's these two um these two black guys were sitting there, I guess they were, they were working there or something, and we're walking on the outside, the, going back to the car, and they're like, hey, there's the Save Jackson guy. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Can I, I can't walk to my car. Can't even come to the coast for a concert. I was like, what have I said to make people on the coast mad? And then I remembered what I said <laughs> to make people on the coast mad when that, uh, when that kid got himself climate changed by the cops, and uh, they tried to say that it was a uh, – White cop killed black guy. Another one of those type situations, and it didn't pan out that way. 
Uh, his mom tried to sue for like $10 billion or some ridiculous, ridiculous number. It was it was a billion dollars plus. I made a video that went viral talking about how ridiculous that was. All right, let's read one more text and we'll take our first break, come back and actually get the show started. Uh, Dustin says, was a dehydration, very similar thing happened to me at the amphitheater. Drank a beer and water was fine. You know, Dustin, it may very well have been so we'll uh i don't know i drank a lot of water so i don't think it was dehydration but it was just something happened and then i sit there and uh it, it turned into a anxiety issue panic issue real quick does not happen often all right let's take a break come back and we're going to get this show going on down the track this is the clay Edward show we'll be right back Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, get over to Reliable Rental Equipment this week for all of your equipment and heavy equipment rental needs. Whether it's one of these awesome air tow trailers that eliminate the need for ramps, tilt beds, and lift gates, you can roll a scissor lift or something very low right up on these things. I told the story, my buddy Johnny had to move one of the big massive toolboxes, he was changing jobs. And normally they had to move these things on flatbed wreckers and you got to pay rent one, the whole nine yards, not very, not very, uh, inexpensive, but Hey, they're not, they're not, they're not inexpensive because you pay for good service. That's usually what you get anyway. But if you don't want to do all that, rent with the air tow trailers, uh, or go buy one. I could definitely see how this could be used every day. Just uh, Google air tow trailers and they're the exclusive, exclusive air tow trailer distributor here in the southeast not just mississippi so check that out and of course they got you taken care of for all of your rental needs whether it's skid steers mini skid steers excavators mini excavators tractors tractor attachments generators and taylor outdoor lighting solutions diesel powered lights and much much more as previously mentioned lifts of course they got all the different lifts available scissor Telehandler, articulating boom, towable electric boom, forklift, ride on and stand on. They also got uh, the zero turn mowers available, and they are always running a dumpster, a rollback dumpster special. So get in touch with them. Uh, last week it was ten percent off and ten uh, percent off on rollbacks and free delivery on everything within a ten mile radius. Uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure if that's still going on this week. You can contact them. At ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com, located right there in North Jackson, uh, right on the outskirts of Fondren at Meadowbrook and North State Street. You can't miss it. Brand new, nice facility right there. Really, uh, Steve and his team really reinvesting into Jackson. You love to see it. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Also, FAFO shirts. We have uh, pre-sold about 50 of the Kelly Green ones. So if you want the St. Paddy's Day Parade, you want to wear the Mississippi MAGA shirt, as I'm calling it. You want to let them know that you're fed up. Some nice little silent protest. Wear the green FAFO Clay Edwards Show shirt to the St. Paddy's Day Parade. You can order that online. We're taking pre-orders through March 8th. Go to FAFOJXN.com. Dot com, F-A-F-O-J-X-N.com to order the green ones 
Or if you want to order one of the regular ones too, which they are in stock, the grayish black ones, the, the OG as I'm calling it, just go to buyfafo.com. You can buy, actually, both shirts are available at buyfafo.com. Buyfafo.com. Uh, I'll get those shipped out. Stickers will be in today. Hats are right behind. And I even ordered a few flags. I want to see if we can take over Flag Island this year with FAFO flags. That seems like a F around and find out bunch up there at Flag Island. So uh, hopefully we'll sell some flags to those guys. Hey, you got to strike while the iron's hot, my friends. Let's see here. I made some notes to talk about stuff other than myself. It's Monday. Mondays are always kind of a weird day because sometimes there's news on the weekend and sometimes there's not. Um, Sean and I caught a lot of flack Friday from people that were upset that we so nonchalantly spoke about um, uh, suicide when there was a guy threatening to jump off the Lakeland Drive Bridge, you know, that that we were just a little too, uh, what's the word, lacked empathy. And, of course, that person did not jump, as I, as I assumed they wouldn't. Uh, they didn't jump. They just wasted everybody's time. I'm not, and don't get me wrong, that's a good thing. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, it wastes resources. It, it blocked traffic. And then for, for somebody to just put that attention in their veins, they weren't getting enough likes on Facebook anymore. The serotonin boost wasn't quite there. Now they needed somebody to pretend to talk them off the ledge in a city that doesn't need any resources wasted. The, the police and crisis negotiators and all that stuff could be doing something way more resourceful than trying to talk somebody that probably wasn't going to jump anyway off the side of a bridge. You know, I'm not a suicide expert by no means, but I typically know that when somebody's made their mind that they're going to do it, they usually just do it. So sorry, sorry if I've gotten a little bit old and weathered at this point, a little calloused around my little black heart um, at not believing somebody's going to do something whenever they make a scene out of it. But again, not saying I'm right. That's just where I'm at with it. Um, so let's see here. Well, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say about that, which is in my notes there, and I wanted to mention it. Friday as we got off from here, that sounded bad. Friday, after the show ended, some news on Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade broke, and we've been covering this pretty strongly around here. Very proud of the coverage that we put into the Fannie Willis Nathan Wade debacle going on over there in Fulton County, Georgia. She tries to lock up the greatest president ever for a hundred plus years on a witch hunt. Uh, and, and she's a hypocrite. And now we, uh, word has come out, in fact, that Fannie and Nathan have lied under oath about their relationship and when it started. And if you're not, if you're new here and you're not familiar with what's going on, 
I'm not going to do a catch up this morning. You can just Google Fannie Willis, Nathan Wade. But the Daily Beast, the Daily Beast of all things, they've been on this story from from the top, from the jump. So I'll give a credit where credit is due for a liberal rag. And t- typically, once the liberals have started, they lie about everything, for one thing. But the one time that they typically tell the truth, and you can know a story is real, is when they point the swords at each other. When they point the swords at each other and fire away. Well, no, no, you don't fire a sword, but you get my point. And that is what has happened here. And that's why I knew this story was true when we first reported on it back a month ago. I, mean, I, I remember seeing some people on, on TikTok when I made a video and on Twitter and all that saying, oh, it's fake news. That's fake news. You're lying, Clay. You're making up lies to protect your boy Trump. I'm just reporting the facts, bro. I mean, just reporting the facts. But anyway, Trump, I'm y'all are playing chess. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said it backwards. Trump's playing chess. Y'all are playing checkers. You know, talk, uh, we heard a lot about 4D chess. After the 2020 election, Trump was playing 4D chess. That was the, the little QAnon thing they love to say. Well, come to find out, Trump has, in fact, been playing 4D chess. Uh, the Trump team releases eyebrow-raising phone data in the Fannie Willis case. I'm going to read a little bit of this from the Daily Beast. The already sticky situation. I bet it was a sticky situation. The already sticky situation in Fulton County, Georgia, District Attorney Fannie Willis has found herself in, which centers around her romantic relationship with special counsel Nathan Wade, may have just gotten a little stickier. (laughs) Nasty. Wade, the trial attorney, Willis hired to help prosecute former President Donald Trump on state charges of election interference, allegedly visited the DA at home, occasionally arriving late at night, and staying until the wee hours, some three dozen times between April 1st, 2021 and November 30th, 2021. According to Trump's defense team, which reviewed cell phone data subpoenaed from AT&T. That's what we call a booty call, by the way. That, that was a, some, some even call it a fanny call. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just put two and two together. A booty is a fanny. A fanny is a booty. So it's the same thing. It's a fanny call. Oh, my. You know what I love about the cell phone data? The cell phone data is the same stuff they use to incriminate all the J6ers. And you know as well as I do that Fanny as district attorney has most likely used this cell phone data to incriminate and convict defendants there in Fulton County, Georgia. So she's going to, if she comes out, she says that this data isn't dependable, that it's, it's inadmissible. I I don't know all the big words. I'm I'm learning. I need Sean here on daylight today. You can't use it. What I'm trying to look for. Impermissible. If she comes out and says that, do you have to throw out every case that she's used it in? 
I, I'm just assuming, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and, and assume that she's used cell phone data in criminal cases before. Actually, I think that's, and knowing that she likes to use this Rico stuff and that she's arrested rapper Young Thug and that whole bunch, I'm guessing that she's used this before. So do you have to throw out everything that she's got a conviction based on cell phone data with? If she tries to say it's inadmissible, whatever word I'm trying to use. Anyway, here's some funny, here's some numbers, though, that blow my mind. So between April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, eight months. At eight months, it, they they booty called at least 35 times. All right. That's that's not too out of whack there. Um, that's a lot, but not really. Anyway, here's what is a lot. In that same time period, they called each other over two thousand times. Keep in mind, this is before he was hired as prosecutor is outside prosecutor for this case. And they had over 12,000 text messages. Now, it's easy to rack up a bunch of text messages. You know, I don't know. I, I can go back and I don't even know how you find out how many text messages you sent to one person. But I'd be willing to bet, you know, over the last year, I probably have texted my girlfriend 12,000 times. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem that in a, unattainable. But 2,000 phone calls. Let's let's do some math here real quick in live time. Let's just say there's 30 days in a month times 8 months equals 240 days. Divided by 2, 1, 2, 3. Let's do it the other way. 2, 1, 2, 3. Divided by... Sorry, I know... Riveting radio, 8.3 phone calls a day. They called each other eight times per day. I want to see who, 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 you, had, you don't have time to do nothing else. Like I, I wonder who initiated the majority of the phone calls because I got a sneaking suspicion and I've been rolling with this one for a while. I think Fanny got whooped. I think Wade threw something on Fanny. But, and it, you know, it, it didn't get brought, nobody, nobody um, interviewing them or, a interview, you know, asking them questions when they, were, when they were on the stand under oath. And when she basically said that he had erectile dysfunction and they couldn't have been sleeping together at that point because he had a condition and she wasn't going to emasculate a black man. No, no, nobody asked her, Fanny, how how do you know? How how do you know it don't work? Because if if you're just friends, how do you know? Bro, I'm just gonna tell you that in a conversation I'm having with my friend girls. N- not a conversation I'm having with my friend girls, or my boys for that matter. I mean, insert Viagra jokes here, but 
am I wrong? Anybody else out there? Have you pulled your friend girl to the side? I said, hey, girl, it ain't working. I said, I thought you should know. I mean, not for, we weren't going to do nothing, but I just thought you should know. No, that conversation has never happened. Now, maybe maybe somebody's gay friend or something like that has told him. You know, it's gonna, yeah, anyway, y'all get the point. 2,000 phone calls. 12,000 text messages. Now, now, I sit here as I say this, and I didn't think about this Friday. They would have almost had to have been texting while they were talking to achieve that. Over This is over 240 days. 8.3 phone calls a day. So what, how did... How many text messages a day does that work out to? Let's see, 12, 1, 2, 3, divided by 240. No, 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 that's not right. 12, 1, 2, 3, divided by 240. Got 50 text messages a day and 8.3 calls a day. No, they weren't sleeping together. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the show, brought to you by our friends over at Boykin Construction, right down there in Florence, Mississippi. Oh, I'll be down in Florence later this morning uh, visiting somebody. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out Boykin Construction. Hey, look, do you need any roofing, remodeling, additions, repair, deck work done here in central Mississippi? They got you covered, man. Holler at Bryce. Boykin, you can give them a call. I don't give out a lot of phone numbers on here because they're hard to remember. But uh, at the off chance you got a pen here, or you're going back and you listen to this on the podcast. I guess you bump it back 20 seconds. <laughs> give them a call today 601 951 7336. 601 951 7336. Get yourself a license, bonded, and insured with the Mississippi Board of Contractors. Contractor. They're also a Christ centered company that operates with honesty and integrity so for any all of your home remodel needs repair needs they got you covered boykin contractors right there in florence mississippi uh shop them on or search them online and check out their reviews and some of the photos of their work by on a uh, google facebook etc by just searching boykin b-o-y-k-i-n contractors look man it's deck season i, I i've been i've been talking it for two weeks then it'll be pollen season, but enjoy deck season and uh, get them to come out, get you one. Yeah, if you go all out, you can get a roof over it and some misty sprayers and some fans, and it makes it a little bit more uh, bearable during the summer months. All right. I, so I said I did all that. This I did that, the whole Fannie Willis, Willis segment. I said all that to say this. Here's what I need to know. Does does the law apply equally to black Democrats as it does to everybody else? Does the law apply equally to strong and dependent black women who can't be expected to be perfect while they're saving the world? Her words, not mine. As it does everybody else. 
This is a great opportunity for the Georgia judicial system to show the rest of America that the law does, in fact, apply equally. And that when you F around, you, in fact, find out. Because if it doesn't, and Fannie's allowed to stay on this case and to keep pushing forward, I believe it could be a it could be a pivot point to to some extreme violence setting off in this country. Because for too long, for too many years now, we've allowed a certain segment of the population to just get away with whatever because we're supposed to pretend the rules apply differently to them. And they don't. But they have been. They have been. I mean, look no further than Jackson, Mississippi and all the shenanigans going on between the mayor's office and the city council. The, the joke that is the Hines County Board of Supervisors. The rules don't apply. You know, will they show us that that the rules do apply? What do y'all think? Give me a call, 601-879-0002. What do y'all think is going to be the outcome? Do you think Fannie, at minimum, gets uh, gets removed from this case? I think Clay Travis said it. I think Sean has said it, too. I think she, she has to be obviously removed from this case. She has to step down as Fulton County DA, and she should, in fact, lose her law license and be disbarred. Anything short of that, and frankly, I think she's now lied under oath. He is lied under oath. You need to roll their butts right into the Fulton County Jail, Get that mug shot that she insisted on Donald Trump getting. But talk about backfiring. Who talk about backfiring? Trump made millions and millions of dollars off that mug shot. I donated $100 to Trump's campaign. I ain't never made a political contribution in my life. I donated $100 to Trump's campaign. When she when 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 they took that mugshot, I went right on to DonaldTrump.com or whatever it is, DonaldJTrump.com, and made my donation. I got my I got my receipt in the mail a few months ago, just to prove it. I'm gonna frame it on the wall there. I put my money where my mouth is. Now I may have texted like ten dollars before I say, but that was like the first like hundred dollar donation I ever made. And I am not a man that has an extra hundred dollars laying around to donate to folks, but. But just seeing what these filthy Southern Democrats are doing to Trump, if they can do it to the former president of the United States, they can do it to you and me. We, we got to get this country back under control, and we're, we're going to lose it. It's so, oh, so close to being lost for good. I'm saying this year, from now to the election, first Tuesday in November, it's going to be one of the wildest rides you've ever been on. And then regardless of who wins 
but especially if Trump wins the next 20 days, 30 days, or whatever it is, or 60 days to when Trump is inaugurated, buckle up is all I'm going to say. I hope you got your, I hope you got your prepping stuff together. Let's go to Mr. Dixon. Mr. Dixon. Brother Clay, how you doing today? I'm good, brother. How about yourself? All right. Look, first of all, keep on speaking the truth. Thank you. Second, a lot of folks don't seem to remember this, but Mr. Trump is just the latest man this, this has been done to. If you want to know, the first person that they really tried it on was a guy named Michael Jackson. They went back into his past to break him. More people might remember the second person they did it to, William H. Cosby Jr., Bill Cosby. You remember how they went back and threw the statute of limitations out and allowed all of this unsolicited testimony to come in? That was setting it up for Mr. Trump. You, Mr. You, Trump is just the latest you hit the You hit the nail. I didn't mean to cut you off there. You hit the nail on the head. I, I'll tell you what, even I, and as much as I try to look through stuff through a – through a lens of not trusting anything, mm-hmm. even I believed that that at the time thought, man, they really they got the rapist off the street. I, I I didn't think they did Cosby wrong initially, you know. And I was like, well, if he did that stuff and he was drugging these women, then so be it. Well, of course, fast forward, you know, once you kind of see thirty thousand foot view what happened. I said, hold on, this was a witch hunt. I went back and I watched that documentary about Allred. Was it Susan Allred or whatever her name was, the lawyer? Yeah, Gloria. Yeah, Gloria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I went back and watched that, I, I realized that Cosby got screwed. Well, see, it's like our parents taught us. When you see somebody else doing wrong, you better speak up because it's them today. It might be you tomorrow. Clay, keep on doing what you're doing, bud, and be blessed. Thank Have you, Dixon. You too. Let's take a break real quick, come back, land the plane for hour one. We got a whole another hour to go. I'm sure some of you are like this, like nails on a chalkboard for another hour. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. All right, guys, we got, we got about a minute left here. I'm not going to get knee deep into anything else, but kind of in the same vein as this Fannie Willis stuff. I was just sitting here looking. Apparently, a uh, sports prognosticator, loudmouth, Stephen A. Smith, who for some reason, some of y'all are pretending to like now because he occasionally goes on Fox News. Don't, don't, don't fall into that trap. Stephen A. Smith is a fake, 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 fake individual. Um, Stephen A. Smith has denied he was criticizing fellow ESPN host Pat McAfee when he said the former NFL punter is allowed to not be as polished when it comes to his political views because he's white. Smith, the first take host, defended his comment saying, quote, the rules are different for African-Americans in media. And boy, I know he didn't mean it the way it came out, but because he meant it to suggest that they were held to a higher standard when, in fact, they are not. They're allowed to say whatever they want as long as they're not conservative. Um, and sports media is the absolute cesspool of Democrats being able to allow, being allowed to say whatever they want. We'll talk about it more on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Boom, shakalaka, boom. We are back live here on the Clay Edwards Show, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app. Just search, well, and Alexa, 
the TuneIn app, and Alexa. Just search W-Y-A-B. If you can't remember any of that, if you I know I say the call letters a million times, you can always go to ClayEdwardsShow.com, click the Listen Live tab, and boom, it'll take you to the same place. So, anyway, this segment is brought to you by our good friends at Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. If you're in Madison or Flowood, near Dogwood today, are you hungry right now? You want breakfast? Swing by there and grab some of their breakfast items. The one, I haven't had it, but I have to assume it would be my favorite, is the chicken and waffles. <laughs> little pancake syrup on top of it. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, <laughs> breakfast served six days a week at Madison and Flowood, and of course, lunch and dinner as well. Brandon, downtown, they got the huge patio out back. I told you, it's patio weather. Get out there, enjoy a... Uh, birthday parties, uh, after after ball games, whatever. They got the huge space out there in Brandon. They don't do breakfast in Brandon, but they got lunch and dinner six days a week. And they got the cool little dive bar called the B3 Bar. It is my favorite little place in Brandon. We spend a lot of quality time there on triple dates with our friends. <laughs> we can't go there without running into the same people. Uh, good folks, good times. Check out Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. This month, they have a Smash Burger special. It's their Bacon Jam Smash Burger. I haven't tried the Bacon Jam one yet. I've been on the Grilled Chicken Sandwich Kick, but I know the regular Smash Burger is phenomenal. They got a lunch special every day. It's always hamburger steak with another rotating meat. Check out their website, burgersblues.com, for the full menu. Available for delivery, carryout, and more. Burgers, Blues, Barbecue. All right. I just saw something here real quick before we jump back into all the political chaos. We were talking about the uh, Jill Ford's bill the other day about banning satanic symbols and Satanism in Mississippi. And I said, well, the one caveat is I don't think the Coliseum should be included because I frankly don't want a bunch of Southern Baptists uh, trying to ban heavy metal acts like it's 1975 or 1996, when Marilyn Manson tried to come to town. Um, I don't want them telling me what I should and shouldn't be able to see. I'm an adult. I'll make up my own mind about what I will see. I do not like banning things. But I don't But I don't have a problem with banning Satanism from schools. I mean, you get the point. I mean, it's kind of like porn. They won't tell you what the definition is, but you know it when you, definition is, but you know it when you see it. I feel the same way about Satanism. We don't need satanic statues at the Capitol. I mean, let's use some common sense. In the performing arts, if somebody wants to to do that and it's an adult ticket-driven deal, then that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. But if there's, if there's people that don't want to see that or forced to see it, then I have a problem with it. I say all that to say this. I use Slayer as my example. I said, if, I, said I know it's not going to happen, but if Slayer was to get back together, I would, you know, I would, I would wish I could see them at the Jackson Coliseum. That was uh, on a Friday, I think, or a Thursday or something like that. And I'd be dang if over the weekend, Slayer, like the next day, no, later that same day, they announced a reunion tour. Now they're not coming to Jackson. But I, I feel like I single-handedly willed a Slayer reunion after five years. I willed it into existence by speaking of it on this show. So if you're a Slayer fan, I'm a heavy metal music fan. I don't always get caught up in the lyrics and all that stuff. Slayer's a good band. 
You know, you're going to sit here and pretend I don't like Slayer. Anyway, saw that and was like, huh, I'll take the credit for that. Or blame, depending on your perspective. <laughs> All right, uh, let's read a couple of your texts on the Guns of Your Text line, and then let's dive back in. Let's see here. Yeah, somebody says Slayer has already announced a new tour. Yep. I didn't look at the tour dates, but I, I know Jackson ain't on it. I was shocked we got Megadeth out there at the uh, amphitheater. Let's see here. Unknown Texter says, if Nathan Wade was not sleeping with Fanny and still calling her over eight times a day and texting her over 50 times a day, she needs to have his man card revoked. Well, he needs to get a restraining order. I thought about that during the break. I'm like, you know, if anybody texts or calls somebody that many times and they ain't doing things to go bump in the night, there needs to be a restraining order involved. Let's see here. Uh, unknown texter says they don't rent Smoky Mountain Chalet for a law conference. Friends don't let friends take Viagra alone. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you'd have to be a true glutton for punishment if you, in fact, take Viagra alone. You need to see a doctor, and not because it's been more than three hours. You have mental issues, my friend. Anthony on the Guns and Good text line says, eight phone calls a day, not to mention she has been in court, so that increases the number per day when she was there that she could not talk. You know, somebody else had text in, um, who said it? Paul, I think. No, that was about different. Somebody on the text line, let's see here. Somebody had a good take on this a second ago. Spartacus said, hey, Clay, those phone records show Nathan Wade going to Fanny's house after 11 p.m. and leaving before 5 a.m. Wade was coming to the house when her kids were asleep and leaving before they woke up. That's a good catch. That That is a great, great catch there. He was getting his Fanny call in while the kids were asleep. Kenneth says on the Guns and Gear text line, Democrats are – Talking about not certifying the election if 45 wins. And, and the country will burn. That, that was kind of my point earlier. If Trump wins and all hell breaks loose and they decide they're not going to certify it, the Democrats do everything they accuse us of doing. Everything they accuse the right of doing, they do. They still haven't accepted that Trump won the election in 2020. I mean, 2016. Well, 2020 either, for that matter. Uh, they swore he stole it in 16. Like, hold on. You nut jobs have been in charge for the last eight years. How did this businessman steal the election? Putin. I, I, I don't know. Do they really believe Putin stole the election with a couple Facebook uh, ads? Or are they just upset that they didn't steal it hard enough? I'm convinced that's what happened is, is they didn't steal it enough because they knew. You know, you can pretend those football stadiums full of Trump supporters weren't a real thing and they didn't represent the overall voting public. There was a million excuses. Oh, that's just that's every fan he has in that, in that area. They're all in that stadium. So that 60,000 people there and 5 million people live there, that means all the rest of them are – for Hillary. I heard all kind of nonsense. Or for Biden. 
look, man, Trump has his finger on the pulse of America. He knows what Americans really want. And I was watching. I mean, I've never, I've never been a big Benny Johnson fan. It, it, it comes across a little contrived and a little fake to me. But I've been watching him more and more here lately because he does have good content. But I still kind of get a little grifter vibe about him. I'm probably 100% in the wrong. He, I mean, but it just seems a little – he's just too polished for me. But like he was um doing like a Cribs uh, – a Cribs type episode the other night on his YouTube channel. And they were at Forgiato Blows Compound. He calls himself the mayor of Magaville. And you can Google Forgiato Blow and you'll know if you're ever if you on the internet for more than five minutes, you've seen him. And this guy's, this guy's made tens and tens of millions of dollars making Trump or MAGA-themed songs that go to the number one of chart on the charts. Sells a bunch of it. I don't think any of it's really any good, just being 100 with you. But he has figured out a niche that right-wing people want to hear right-wing pro-America music. And, we're, and he's filling a gap that's not being filled by the artist. Him, Tom McDonald, some others. I'm not really a fan of any of them. I just, I, I don't like, I don't want to hear left-wing fueled rap. I don't want to hear right-wing fueled rap. I just Can we not keep our rap about domestic violence, selling drugs and, and cars, what it's always been about. That's a joke, by the way, but still, you know, killing your fellow drug dealers, make rap great again. Don't make rap MAGA or liberal or anything else. Just do what you do. Talk about big rims, cars I can't afford. I don't know where I was going with that, but, oh yeah, about culture and Donald Trump. The culture is shifting. And, you know, obviously when we use the word culture, we're referring to, you know, like hip-hop culture and black culture. It's shifting back to Trump. And you can see it. That shoe release, I know that's just one thing, just a thousand shoes, but it was the reaction it got online. And it was the reaction there at SneakerCon. That man took booze and turned them into USA chants. It's going to be Trump in a landslide. And anything less, it was rigged. Period. Trump by 50. Trump by 50. When we come back, we're going to dive into Joe Biden not saying a word yet about the Georgia college student that got climate changed by a illegal, but he is still running his mouth about George Floyd. Lake and Riley is the girl's name who was murdered by one of Joe Biden's border jumpers. But not a word, not a word from Biden about it. But uh, but George Floyd is trending on Twitter. We got some video and stuff to back it up. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the show. We're live here on WYAB 103.9 FM. 
This segment brought to you by Men's Health of Mississippi. Guys, we <laughs> if Nathan Wade had been going and seeing uh, Dr. Micah and Scott over there at, at Men's Health of Mississippi, uh, Fanny wouldn't have had to emasculate him on the stand. If he was getting his testosterone levels checked, if he was getting his little blue pills as needed, she would have never known that he was going through a thing. You can avoid going through a thing and being emasculated by getting over there today, get your levels checked, get your testosterone levels checked, and seeing if you are a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. And there's a good chance if you're, if you're over 35 and you have not been living exceptionally well, eating, uh, doing all you can to keep your, protein, uh, your testosterone levels up naturally, you're most likely a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. <clears throat> so whether you're obese and having a hard time losing weight, you're in the gym every day having a hard time gaining muscle, you're lacking energy, you're lacking motivation, erectile dysfunction, and more, man, they can get you rolling there at Men's Health of Mississippi. Go to menshealthms.com. And schedule your appointment today. I believe they're still doing free testosterone level screenings. Menshealthms.com. And females, my lady friends out there, don't think this is just for men. Uh, a, f- uh, a female friend of mine has um, started doing the testosterone, the pellets for girls, a low dose, uh, low dose, long term uh, time release type deal. They put a little incision in your hip, put a couple little pellets in there, and boom. I think for like it's either six or ten weeks, you're good. Uh, a friend of mine was telling me that she, in fact, isn't even drinking coffee anymore. Now she drinks it in the morning, but like throughout the day and in the afternoons to get through work, like she's got so much energy now that she's not even having to drink the coffee in the afternoons anymore. And she credits it to her testosterone levels getting checked and getting right and make sure everything was balanced out properly. So, ladies, don't miss out on the opportunity to get yourself right too. And hey, look. Uh, He'll thank you later. <laughs> Menshealthms.com. All right. So let's see here. Lakin Riley. Americans are literally rioting, looting, and burning down metro cities across the United States right now in protest of an open border, which led to an illegal alien killing Lakin Riley. An American college student. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's what they did for a criminal George Floyd. That's what they did for criminal George Floyd. Yet 27 posts from Joe Biden about George Floyd. 27. You have zero posts from Biden about Lake and Riley. Say her name, Joe. Say her name. I'm going to talk to my conservative friends out there for a minute. I'm lumping myself into this. This is the first chance I've talked about, first chance I've had to talk about this. When this type of stuff happens, we need to scream to the mountaintops, say her name. Just like they they did with that girl that got herself climate changed by the cops when her boyfriend shot through the door at them. I don't even remember her name anymore. I don't care. I ain't saying her name. Ashley Babbitt, say her name. 
Lake and Riley, say hashtag, say her name. We need to be burning down the cities. We need to be looting. We need to be rioting. But we got to work. So, got to work today, man. It ain't going to work out for me. You know, my time is better spent on this side of a jail cell. I'm not a Democrat. Here's Joe Biden. Here's Joe Biden talking about George Floyd. I don't know how much meth they loaded him up on to get this many words out of him at one time. But it's got to be Hitler levels of amphetamines they're injecting into this man every day just to get him to be able to say anything. To George's family and friends. How about that music for just a little nice, a nice addition there? To George's family and friends. Why don't you say, well, to George's drug dealer, who we know is really struggling right now because he lost his best customer. To George's family and friends, Jill and I know the deep hole in your hearts when you bury a piece of your soul deep in this earth. We know. We know you will never feel the same again. You ain't got to watch your wallet around him no more. I've watched with awe as you summon the absolute courage to channel God's grace. You're so brave. Why does justice not roll like a river or righteousness like a mighty stream? Why? Why? Everything there is a time and a purpose and a season under the heavens. May God be with you, George Floyd, and your family. And the words of a hymn from my church based on the 91st Psalm. May he raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, and make you to shine like the sun and hold you in the palm of his hand. Um, George Floyd is in hell. George Floyd is not in heaven with God, being held in the palm of his hand, or anything like that. George Floyd is in a rotisserie cooker right now. He put a gun to a pregnant woman's belly. He was using counterfeit money and high on amphetamines and fentanyl when he got himself climate changed by the cops. He really, he climate changed himself. It just so happened that a cop's knee was on the back of his neck when it happened. Just terrible timing. Terrible timing for, for Derek Chauvin. This is, you know, this right, pretending that George Floyd was some type of civil rights icon, some type of martyr, some type of good human. I don't know what I am more offended by, by the Democrats and you left wing nut jobs and you media personalities that co-sign on this crap. I don't know what's worse. You trying to tell me that he got killed by a cop or that men can be women. I'm done playing y'all's little game of make-believe. We're going to start, we're, we're going to continue because we never started. We're going to continue to call this crap out. I know it's frowned upon to desecrate the memory of St. George of Fentanyl. But I'm going to remind y'all all the time. And what the media told you that happened to him was a lie. A lie. Cities burned. More black people died during the summer of love 
because of George Floyd at the hands of other black people than the Klan has killed in the last hundred years in this country. Ish. Let that soak in. Let that soak in. The reaction to this guy's death, his suicide, caused more deaths than the Klan, at least since 1969. Let's just say the last 50 years. Hunter was a bit of a stretch. Sounded good, but a bit of a stretch. And nobody went to jail for it, except the cop who had the misfortune of having his knee on the back of his neck when it happened. And the other cops that were standing around, apparently. I'm very conflicted in, do we just let these cities burn and figure it out? Like Jackson. The part of me that lives so close to it and that has such an emotional attachment to the city, all my childhood memories, my adult memories are anchored around the city. There's a part of me that wants to see the Capitol Police work and do the job and get this thing situated. There's a part of me that wants to see Chakway and them arrested and have to pay for the crimes they've committed, allegedly. There's another part of me that just like, let it all burn. Let them figure it out on their own. Next time the water goes out, or they can't figure out how to get the trash picked up, or that they've set another record for the most homicides in a year, screw them. Let them figure it out. Let them cry and scream about racism all they want. It's a problem of your own creation. I was thinking about something the other day, and I'm going to jump down a rabbit hole here real quick. And then we got to, I'm, we're going to run over on this segment. Good five minutes. I want to. I'm pulling up my notes now, so y'all, y'all bear with me. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to find it when we come back. I'm going to remind y'all. I was going to talk about this the other day about cancel culture and the, what what is what is truly cancel culture versus what a lot of people are pretending cancel culture is. And I'm going to go back to a local example here during the summer of love, during the BLM summer of love of 2020, where cancel legitimate cancel culture came after a nurse here in town for a Facebook post talking about this George Floyd and BLM nonsense. And I'm going to drop some names of some people who partook in cancel culture at the highest levels of our state government and our Mississippi Health Department. It's a story that gets forgotten a lot, but that's what cancel culture is. You know, people people trying to prevent people from being able to make a living because they disagree with their opinion is cancel culture. Not what some people would have you think cancel culture is. And we're going to tie it back to this George Floyd stuff. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. 
This segment brought to you by, or should I say powered by, A1 Gear and Auto right there on 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. I'll be swinging by there today myself, drop a vehicle off. Check them out, man, for all of your automotive repair needs, whether it's brakes, your check engine lights on, but you don't know what's wrong, they can diagnose it, and then get your brakes taken care of, air conditioner on the fritz, they can do it all. They work on everything except diesel engines. But what they specialize in is your ring and pinion, your gears, and all that stuff that's in your rear end and front ends, uh, depending on what kind of vehicle you drive. Your transfer cases if you got a four-wheel drive. I know hunting season just kind of wrapped up. So <clears throat> if you gave your truck unmitigated hell where you're out there trying to get the right buck, get by there, let them get it taken care of for you, make it keep, make and keep it road Worthy. I say it all the time. It's just worth mentioning all the time how impressed I am with Justin, the owner's ability to properly diagnose something the first time, get it in, get it knocked out in a timely manner. It's always ready when they say it's ready. So if he tells you it's going to be ready today by five, you ain't got to worry about finding a ride for tomorrow. It's going to be ready today by five. If he says tomorrow by five, so on and so forth. Very respectful of your time. And, and and meeting deadlines, and that's so important in the automotive world because if you miss your, our vehicles, obviously our, our most of our abilities to make money is dependent on our vehicles running right. And when our vehicle is down, our funds are down as well. Avoid that problem. Get to A One Gear and Auto, Florence, Mississippi, right there, forty nine South. If you're heading south on forty nine, as soon as you get through Richland, right as you enter Florence, it's going to be right there on your right. It's a big white building. Big red sign, A1 gear, and auto, tell them Clay sent you. I'm going to have a stack of new stickers then available. There's the stickers, the new FAFO's Clay Edward Show stickers. I ran out of the last batch. The new batch is going to come in. You can be, they can be ordered from me, but I am going to have them at a few of uh, the, on the counter at a few of the sponsors' establishments. And uh, A1 gear and auto will be one of them. So will Lakeland Glass and Tent, most likely, as long as Jason don't mind. And maybe a couple others, guns and gear. You know, places that have retail traffic. Try to get them a few stickers for y'all to swing by and get. Get a good opportunity for y'all to get in and break bread with them. So, all right. Here's a story I was going to tell y'all about. And I'll I'll read some of y'all's text before the end of the show. Uh, Let's jump back into DeLorean. Let's get it up to 88 miles an hour. And let's go back to a very, very volatile time in America. The BLM summer of 2020. To be exact, this story that I'm going to read you from WLBT comes from June 29th, 2020. And man, did it start off with a bang. An employee at St. Dominic's has been fired after posting an expletive, that's cuss words, filled Facebook comment regarding protesters. Quote, we are aware of comments via social media made by an individual identified as a St. Dominic's employee that do not in any way reflect the values and mission of St. Dominic's, said the hospital Monday. After investigating the matter, St. Dominic's announced that the individual is no longer associated with the hospital, saying they do not tolerate racist language or behavior or threats of violence of any kind in any form. Now, I love how being patriotic is now this lady said nothing racist she didn't say 
anything racist. But what they've decided is that if you don't want 100% in lockstep with the BLM of summer, the BLM summer of love shenanigans, that you were in fact a racist. And this is this was a real pivot point in my life too. Uh, even our friend Sean here, you know, said this is where he started smelling what they were cooking, and it wasn't good. This was a pivot point. This was I was as red pilled as it could get, but this this one woke me up and said, you know what? This is going to be my hill to down. It took me about a year longer than I thought it would to start making enough money for this to be my full-time job, but I found a way. Anyway, it all started right here. So, let me see here. Where did I leave off? Okay, yeah, so they will not accept racist language or behavior of threats and violence of any kind in any form. The comment in question came from a woman whose online profile says she worked at St. Dominic's. On one Facebook post, she commented that it was her right to defend my flag my gun, and myself. She continued writing, if others hate it here so badly, leave. Go the hell on, please. We don't want you here anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nailed it. If you don't want to be here, leave. That's what I did. I didn't want to be in Jackson no more. I left. Nobody's making you stay. So anyway, it says, after another commenter told her to calm down, the woman responded by saying that she was tired. Of calming down. See, we need women like this. We need y'all to wake up. Join Moms for Liberty. Wake up. She'd make a great Moms for Liberty mom. Anyway, so she said, their rights are filled in the news every day, and our rights are not respected. She goes, I'm sick of the BS, she wrote. I'm a gun-toting Republican. Let them try to protest on the road I take to work. Going to be a long line of dead bodies who think they are entitled. Sick of this crap. That got her fired. And apparently, saying that, and you gotta, and you gotta jump back in the DeLorean and remember, they were burning cities down and pulling people out of their cars that happened to roll up on these things. Now, was that happening in Jackson? No, that's just Jackson any day. So it wasn't a whole lot special about this here because we're used to it. But, the news, the media was throwing gas on a fire. If it wasn't Fox News showing you what they were doing and painting the narrative, well, there really wasn't no narrative to paint. Y'all was behaving badly. Let's just be honest. Y'all was behaving badly, worse than normal. And then, of course, the, the left-wing media pouring gas on it. By anything, any situation they could dig up of somehow or another black people being wronged by white folks or police. Neither here nor there. What she said was in fact true, and I stand by everything she said. I co-sign on all that. With 100%, if I I pulled up to one of y'all's dumbass protests and I thought for a second that my life was in danger... We're going to find out what that gas pedal will do. We're going to find out what that gas pedal will do. I ain't, I ain't far-foeing. You can. I ain't. Clay ain't. Well, anyway, I say all that to say this. She got fired. And one of the men that led the charge in this effort to cancel this woman, in this effort for her to 
And I tried to find some more of the articles. I couldn't. They tried to get her nursing license. Hell, they may have. I can't remember. Dr. J- uh, Justin Turner. Let me pull up his. Uh, I, 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 I was going to do all this the other day and got sidetracked. It was Dr. Justin Turner, who is now the chief medical officer for the health department, led the charge to get this woman fired. He's a local black doctor. They always got him on the news doing something. Anytime they need to show a, a black doctor, he's who they go to. He led the charge to get this woman fired. And I called him out then, and I'm calling him out again today. That's cancel culture. They didn't like that that woman had the nerve to stand up and call herself a gun-toting Republican who wasn't going to take no more of that crap. If y'all tried to block her in, there was going to be a line of dead witches would it be. Build a statue of this woman. Put her and Ashley Babbitt right beside each other. I don't know who she is. I, did, I mean, I, I, I remember seeing her name and stuff, you know, when it all happened. Uh, at least WWT at the time, but this article didn't um didn't print her name. You know, they were lined up. They were trying. They wanted to kill that woman. They had that screenshot all over the place. All your typical Democrat kids was ready to. 86, that woman, climate changer, because she dared to speak the truth about the nonsense that was going on. Never forget, these same people, these same doctors, told us that COVID was the deadliest pandemic in the world, and you were all a bunch of racist bigots for wanting to go back to work. Don't forget the right to work rally that they told us we was going, everybody was going to kill grandma. You're all a bunch of racist bigots for having the audacity to want to go back to work, to want to put food on the table because working is racist now. But when BLM came marching their asses through, all those same people said, "God, uh, COVID knows the difference in uh, racial inequity and bigots that want to go back to work. And those same very people in their white coats at UMMC and everywhere else walked out on that grassy knoll as the protest marched by UMC, UMMC, whatever the hell it's called. And they got down on their knees. I'm doing it here in the studio. I ain't actually gonna, my knee ain't actually going to touch the ground because Clay Edwards ain't never been on his knees. And they got down and they threw their black power fist up, 99% white people, mind you, and kneeled for the Kneeled for George Floyd and kneeled to BLM. And those people are the same ones that got this lady fired and partook in cancel culture. They, this woman has a different opinion. Now, it ain't like me. I'm in media. This is what I do. And I deal with cancel culture stuff, too. But I understand the cost to be the boss. There's, there's going to be a lot of people that love what I do. There's going to be a lot of people that hate what I do. And so be it. As long as you feel one way or the other. I don't, I don't want you to be neutral. This woman was scared to death for her life because she worked in Jackson and saw what was going on. Spoke her opinion 
Because you got to remember, at this time, June of 2020, if I got on this radio, now I don't know about WYAB, I don't want to speak for them, but generally speaking, people that got on and went against the George Floyd was anything other than a than, than a deity, than a God amongst men, and that he was murdered by a racist cop simply because he was black in America. If you went remotely against that online, on the radio, or anywhere else, you were canceled, son. Period. Don't come to work the next day. You were not allowed to say that this was a big psyop. I hope that woman's doing good. And I wish nothing but the worst for Dr. Turner. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Guys, it just it feels like we're on the cusp of needing to expand this show to three hours. I'm just getting to where, like, hour two is where I'm starting to really just get fired up. And I need another hour. Whether that means I got to start at six, so by hour two I'm warmed up. So we're just hitting on all cylinders on hour three. That's why Joe Rogan and some of the best podcasts are all three hours long. It takes a minute to get rolling sometimes, to find your groove. So I appreciate everybody finding my groove with me here. Let's see here. I'm just going to – I want to say this. And Dr. Turner at that time was not the chief medical officer for the health department. He got that raise. He got that promotion for agreeing to go along – with the COVID nonsense, with the the previous head of uh, Dobbs, and for his good work as a social justice warrior and a cancel culture vulture, vulture. Um, a lot of texts came in, guys. I'm just not gonna have time to read them. I thank all y'all. Don't buy into the narrative. Never buy into that George Floyd crap. Joe Biden. In the palm of my hand. <laughs> oh, make it stop, Jesus. Make it stop. You know, when winning the culture war, guys, as Andrew Breitbart said, culture is downstream from politics, or politics is upstream from culture, whatever it was. Shane Gillis went scorched earth on Saturday Night Live the other night, talking about gays and retards and everything else, breaking all the rules when necessary. We're winning. We're winning. Don't forget it. We're winning the culture war. When you win the culture war, you can win it all. I will see you all tomorrow. Allison Tharp up next. Same time, same place, 7 a.m. in the morning.